This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is April the 6th, and on this day in 1980, Andrew Wood formed the group Malfunction in Seattle, Washington. Many people consider this the beginning of grunge. Wood's roommate at the time was a certain Chris Cornell who would go on to form Soundgarden. Wood later forms Mother Lovebone with members that later go on to form Pearl Jam. Now on this day in 1992, George Harrison performed his first full live solo concert since 1969 when he appeared in London at a benefit for the Natural Law Party. On this day in 1984, little Stephen, Stevie Van Zandt, announced that he was leaving the E Street Band. He would later rejoin in the 90s when the band reformed. On this day in 1974, to a crowd of 200,000 people, the California Jam in Ontario, Canada, featured performances from the Eagles, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Emerson Lake and Palmer. What a lineup! On this day in 1992, Annie Lennox released her debut solo album, Diva. The album contained the hits Why and Walking on Broken Glass. And on this day in 1956, the famous Capitol Tower, the home of Capitol Records, opened on the corner of Hollywood and Vine in Los Angeles. The famous building, which resembled a stack of records, houses three new recording studios and would become an L.A. landmark. But for today's main show, then, we're going to focus on someone leaving a band on this day in the 60s. Yes, on this day in 1968, it was announced that Pink Floyd founder and early driver of the group, Sid Barrett, had left the band. Fired from the band is probably more appropriate due to Sid's ongoing issues. Now, although he attempted a solo career with a few albums over the next two years, Sid left the music industry in 1972 and retired from public life. Now, with me to talk more about this situation is good friend of the show, Pink Floyd expert Philip Waters from Pink Floyd Collectors. On this day, on April the 6th, 1968, Pink Floyd officially announced the leaving of Sid Barrett as a member of Pink Floyd This had begun way back in August the previous year when Pink Floyd's management had put out an announcement regarding his health, saying that he was exhausted and that Pink Floyd would be slowing down on the live circuit. In late 1967, the three members of Pink Floyd turned to David Gilmour, a guitarist quite well known on the live circuit in Cambridge. The initial plan was for David to shadow Sid So placing David back further on the stage and if Sid decided to stop playing, David could kind of step into the limelight and take over where Sid was faltering. 
This became untenable in January after a series of gigs where really Sid had not performed at all and Pink Floyd decided not to pick him up. Peter Jenner and Andrew King, who made up Black Hill Enterprises and actually were managing Pink Floyd then, decided that Pink Floyd probably wouldn't be successful without Sid, so dissolved their management union with the band and hoped to reprise Sid's career later on. Sid did a course return in 1969 with a single and then two albums in the early 70s. In June 1968, Pink Floyd released their second album, A Saucer Full of Secrets. The album would only include one Sid Barrett composition, the last track, Jug Band Blues. Having completed two solo albums and sporadic live performances, none of which brought much success, Sid Roger Barrett returned to Cambridge, leaving the music business behind. Sid would, of course, sadly pass away at the age of 60 in 2006. And I'll be back tomorrow with more on this day, rock goodness. So until then, take care. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.